All right, lads, welcome back to me podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy, Mick Thomas here. How are you? Uh, thanks for coming back. Thanks for liking, subscribing, and sharing, and all of that stuff. I uh, I do appreciate that. I do appreciate Have you checked out my other podcast yet with my good friend Corey Brooks called The Manxiety Show? Face your show. It's a bit serious. Um, where we talk about men's mental health, men's mental issues, um bit serious but whatever you know what i got my qualifications during covid i might as well use them for something i don't know if i want to sit down with a patient one-on-one how did that make you feel so i figured i would just kind of use this um you know use the podcast as a way to kind of try put some knowledge and stuff together so check that out the manxiety show available wherever you get all your other podcasts on youtube it's on uh cup of tea i'm a very grown-up man now drinking a cup of tea um it's a bit hot. Uh, yeah, wherever you Spotify, all that stuff. Check it out. Check it out. Why not? Um, so, yeah, I've got some upcoming gigs coming up, which I don't have written down in front of me. So, I'll check those out today. Uh, I'll let you know. Sorry about that. Um, well, yeah, I'm coming to you again. Happy Monday from a snowy Long, I'm long Island. It's snowing here. Uh, pretty bad. Um Kind of sick of it now, right? Sick of this. My friend called me up and I was talking to him today. I was like, you know what? I think I was thinking of moving to South Carolina, moving down south over, you know, kind of put it on a game plan over the next few years. Uh, you know, maybe set up the old homestead and just fucking pack up and move. You know, I can ride my motorcycle all year round instead of just leaving it covered up outside in the, you know, for three, four months of the year, which I don't want to do. But, uh, I was talking to my friend, I talking to Corey about it. Corey, the lad on the, the, the other, my friend on the Men's Society show. And we were just chatting about it. And he was like, yeah, but you know what? I would like that too. I don't like the snow up here. I don't like Long Island people. That's what he was saying. Uh, he was like, yeah, but when you go down south, you know, the, the school systems aren't that great. Do you need a good school system? Do you need it though? Let's be honest. You know, like, do we give a, like, would you rather your kid kind of knows how to survive in the world? Or does he need to know George Washington's birthday? February 11th. Made that up. Fact check it. Should have said nothing. But do we care? Do we care about that? Like, you can raise your kid to be smart and intelligent. Because that's what they're born with, right? And you can tell them what to do with it. You can show... You can learn everything online anyway on YouTube. I learned as many things as I can on YouTube. I don't... Do we need that, though? Do we need to send... Do we have to, like, not move to warmer climates... Because it's a bit down south, and down south has that reputation of a bad education system. So fucking what? So what if it's a bad education system? Who? Ca- I don't certainly don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The politics are the same all over the world, no matter where you go. So why would you give a shit if a kid gets a better education? Fuck it. Give him a better way of life, and I assume, I think the education will come. That's just my opinion for what it's worth. But anyway, I'm staying out of it. Um, but like, yeah, maybe maybe down south is the way to go. I don't know. Uh, new systems coming up on my um, on on my podcast. I'm trying to build a new studio within the next six months. Like build it from scratch up, and uh, exciting stuff coming along. I'll have cool guests. I mean, I'm hoping to have it earlier than six months, of course. But that way, I can reach out to you know a lot cooler guests and stuff like bigger names, big celebrities and stuff uh, who I've kept from you, friends and family and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, 2022. Coming in hot, right? Which isn't it just killing people? 2022. Bob Saget, Sidney Poitier. Poitier. Hope I'm saying his name right. 
uh, some hockey dude from some Islanders guy that everybody was crying about on Instagram. Um, and, you know, Meatloaf. Meatloaf was a big one. I, I was surprised to see him go. That was sad. And uh, But that, that's what people like are complaining online too. You know, uh, oh, this person died, isn't that? We're going to die. You know, when Betty White died just on the borderline of 2022, you know, everyone's like, oh, isn't that sad? Not really. She's 99 years of it. That's what they do. That's what they do. And I've said this before. That's what they do. That's their job, to get old and vamoose. That's it. Why are you shocked? But anyway, Louis Anderson, he passed away. He passed away. Now, Louis Anderson, from the list of people I just knew, I actually knew Louis Anderson. He tried to fuck me once. Now, that's, I'm not trying to hear to, to, to piss Moochie's name, but it's true. He did. He did. I was working with him uh, for a while, doing comedy shows. I was open up for him. And he was a lovely man. Like, let me start off by saying that he was he was a, a lovely man, very, very kind, very caring. And um, I hung out with him with my with one of my good friends who passed away, Carl LeBove, last year. If you know, want to check out that episode, that's available where I kind of pay a tribute to Carl. It's on here. But Carl was one of my, you know, one a, a legend in, in stand up comedy and uh, one of my good friends. And of course, Carl knows everybody, and you know, so me, Carl, and Louis, we got we got to hang out, and it was just so funny because when 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 Louis, we were going to hang out with me and Carl were going to hang out with Louis. Louis had an Elmo that he got from the hotel gift shop that we were going, and we got there, and he goes to Carl, yeah, you know, I I got you the I got you this teddy bear because it always reminded me of you. And Carl was like, oh, thanks so much, Louis. Which means it was the only thing available in the gift, the gift shop. And Louis Anderson was like, yeah, I'm just going to fucking buy anything and create a story to go with it. You know, if the only thing they had like was like crayons. Because you're just so colorful. I got, I got this, this, this crayon. You know what I mean? Like anything he saw. I, I saw the crucifix hanging in the wall and I just figured it. You reminded me of Jesus. But <laughs> he was... You know, he was just a nice man, but he was doing like he was really fat when I when I when I last hung out with him, like really, really obese. And then he lost weight because he did the show Basket Case or Baskets with um, Zach Galifianakis. And uh, he lost weight, I think, for that show. But he was huge, and he was doing he was doing like the fat guy trick where there's stuff on the table. And he doesn't want to lean forward and get it. Like, that's how big he was. He, re- I think I, I was with him at, at his heaviest. Hanging out, hanging out with him at his heaviest. And the water was right in front of him. I said, like, yeah, you got any water? And <laughs> we're just like, it's right there, Louis. Right in front of him. He's like, oh, I, did, I didn't. And you go, get, you hand him the water. And I, I didn't see it. I didn't notice it. Like, you, come on. You did. But, um... So we were hanging out and we were working together. Me and Louie were working together doing shows. And it was my first time working with him, my first time meeting him. But at the end of the show, at the end of the show, um, you know, he was like, you know, and this is going back, I wouldn't say, is it? Maybe, could be 10 years, not 10, maybe not even, no, no, maybe five years. I don't know. I have I've no concept of time. I just let it go by. Um, so I was, I was, uh, we were working together, and he, he did, you know, this whenever Craig Ferguson was still on the air. So we're going back a few years, actually. I should Google that. I don't want to. Um, you do it. You do it. 
that uh, that's when it was about to go off the air. I think Craig Ferguson, maybe a year before when he went off the air, that's when it was. So he was like, um, you know, man, you 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 would be great for 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 Ferguson. For for he's a good friend of mine. You you can. You can do that show, and I'll I'll call him and put him in a word for you. And and he was like he was like, and you can fly out and you can come stay in my house if you want to. Cause I don't know if you know, but Louis Anderson was gay. Um, he said you can stay in my house if you want to. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you you live in you live in Vegas, don't you? And he said, yeah, but I can drive you to Los Angeles. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I was like, ah, Louie, no, no, I'm not doing that at all. And Carl was like, Carl LeBeau was like, yeah, he's, he's trying to fuck you. I was like, really? Yeah, he's trying, he's trying to fuck you. I'm like, all right. Bit flattered. Bit fla- you know, it's funny because one of my favorite movies growing up, like a little bit of my, my stand-up history was, don't, the first person, like over in America, it's everyone, at least people my age, comics my age, will always say, you know, Carlin is the best, Richard Pryor is the best, and that kind of stuff. Um... I grew up with Billy Connolly. He was my prior, my Carlin. And uh, I went from Billy Connolly, was the only stand-up I watched all these. And then Eddie Murphy came along. Uh, and Eddie Murphy Delirious was just phenomenal. Still is one of my favorite stand-up specials. So I was watching, um, and of course, Coming to America, which is one of the funniest comedies out there. It still stands around today. Like if you ever go, I just go back and watch movies that just don't hold up. Coming to America still holds up. And Louis Anderson is in it. And I just remember being like a, a, a kid, a young, a teenager, just just being obsessed with com- all comedy, stand-up and movies. Like Mel Brooks' History of the World was probably my first movie I really laughed at. I loved the Police Academy movies. And I was just obsessed with comedy. And Coming to America, you know, and you, when you grew up, just kind of like, I just became obsessed with Coming to America. And um, such a fucking funny film. And I just remember, like, now you look back, you know, when I got to work with Louis Anderson, I still I still pause at those moments. You know, I still pause at those moments. Like, I used to fucking watch this guy in Coming to America, one of my favorite movies, you know, and there he is, like, across me. I'm, I'm hanging out with him, you know, and, and and he was a funny character. He had some, like, really funny lines in that movie. Do you remember that where he was working in the, in, in the McDonald's? Not McDonald's, a McDonald's. Then you get promoted to system manager, and that's when the big bucks start coming in. <laughs> and, uh, but he was kind. He was nice. Um, he was very friendly. He fired my friend Chris Roach because Chris Roach was doing too many fat jokes. So then it was just me, Louis, and Carl hanging out. Um, you know, he was uh, he was a nice guy, and you know, it, it's it, it's. It's life, man, isn't it? People are going to come and go, and, and what can we do? There's no point in getting beat up about it or acting like it wasn't coming. I mean, when you live a lifestyle like he does, right, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was uh, you know, Louis, Louis Anderson was, you know, he was a nice, he was a really nice guy who tried to fuck me. There you go. I'm not trying to bring his name down, but he did. Uh, <laughs> but he was a, he was... He was a great guy, man. I had a I had a great. Uh, I got to hang out with him for nearly a week. Me, him, and Carl above, and both of them gone now. And uh, why me, Lord? Why did you keep me? But um, yeah, so and uh, so I got you know I got, I got a chance to hang out with a good friend of mine this week too that I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, Michael, I don't want to say his last name because then you guys will be all looking for him. Good looking lad from England. But his name is Michael. 
we got a chance to catch up from lunch and uh you know it was fun it was fun just catching up with him talking talking about like a lot of it's just a we're talking about like life in general right and about um relationships and 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 people getting divorced and that kind of stuff and what's popular with him now not with him he's seen it a lot going on in his community in his neighborhood and as have i on being on the road and stuff i see it and we got talking about it and that's that's cuckolding and if you don't know what cuckolding is it, it it's i know shakespeare mentioned it right shakespeare brought it up but it is basically when a man loves loves to watch his missus get banged by another lad another dude and uh sometimes he might be in the room just watching Sometimes he might just send out the missus, hey, take your phone out, take a video of it, send me the video, bring it home, we'll watch it together, I'll watch it with myself, I'll watch it with my friends at work. I don't know. There's all there's all different uh different meanings to it. So you know, and I was just talking like, like, like that's a dangerous thing to be and I five times in my comedy career I was asked after a show to go back to either their house or a room and can you can you plow my wife while I watch um first time I, I was shocked right I was down I was in Oklahoma Oklahoma and if you're listening hey guys nice to meet you again and they own the pawn shop in in Miami Oklahoma I thought it was like Miami you know when I originally booked the I'm serious I swear to god they sold it to me and said hey you want to go to Miami to do a weekend six shows uh, I was like yeah let's do it. Miami sure and it was Miami, Miami, they pronounce it, Miami, Native American, the big Native American community in Oklahoma. So I went down there and I did six shows. And at the end of the first night, the last show, three shows Friday, three shows Saturday, which is fucking exhausting. It's too much comedy, too much comedy. Um, this couple came up to me and Oklahoma is an open carry state. So he had a big, big six shooter on his hip. And he just came straight out. He said, we loved your show. We thought you're funny. We would, I would love you to come home and plow the missus. And uh, I, I, my first reaction, so number one, I was like, listen, man, I, I don't want to say no because you have a gun on your hip, right? I don't want to offend you. And next thing you know, I'm fucking, it's, it's, it's high noon tomorrow. It's like a duel. I don't know the laws. And the other reason, like, I'm really good. I'm really good at it. And I just didn't want, you know, her to just, you know, affect your marriage forever because I'm good. Uh, so he, uh, they're like, no, 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 it's fine. No hard for Because I, I get why they do that, right? If that's what you're into. Because, like, you don't want in a small town, because it, was, it wasn't a big town like Miami in Oklahoma, you know, you invite a guy over, he plows your wife, and then you go to, you're at a diner next Sunday morning getting eggs and you look across the table and there's Phil. Hey, Phil, what's good? What's that? What are you having? Oh, uh, no, no, no. I want to get the French fries instead of the home fries. You're not going to... Right? But apparently it's a, it's a common thing now. It be, it's amazing how sexual activity becomes a trend and, 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 and a fashion. And f- like, Do you know what I mean? Like When I was a kid growing up, right? what, what did you like? Right? I, I'm in my 40s now, but what did you like? Tits. You, just, you were told to like big tits that was it they got fake ones you had pamela anderson came along uh when i was a teenage boy you were told to like just told to like breasts and that was it and then j-lo kim kardashian came out and now for some reason you're told to only like arses only arses go to the gym girls laugh 
arses all day long. Arses, legs, arses, legs. You know, no, no scrawling little arms, massive arses. We're like, we're not, we're not allowed to pick and choose what we want to do sexually or what we want to like or what we're interested in. Now, here's what you like. Like that or you're fucking weird. Like it. So cuckolding apparently is a new thing that a lot of people are doing. I was talking to Michael about it and, and a, lot of the, a lot of the times it's like, re- like yeah, is that, that's it, that's new. Like, and here's another thing, like, I, the problem there is that if it's suggested by the wife, that's where it becomes dangerous and tricky. Because you don't want, do you know what I mean? Like, if, if it's the husband, he's into that, like, listen, this is what I want to do, blah, blah, blah. Then I understand. You got to approach the missus, the wife, the girlfriend, whatever. Or the boyfriend, maybe. You know, I don't know if gay is cuckold. I don't know if that's a thing. I've never heard of it in the gay community. I must ask my friends. Uh, gay friends, that is, not just my regular ones. Ask if to do that. And um, so... Um, you know, that's fine. Not saying that's fine or something, but if the woman suggests it and you are the cuck, the cuck, no, I think you're called the bull, right? I think if I'm doing it right, my research is right. The man who comes in that's not connected to her at all, he's just the piece of meat that bangs in front of the, the husband, he's called the bull. So if you're, if you're asked to be the bull, that's got to be very, you know what I mean? Like you got, what if he does, like, what if it's like he wants to keep his wife happy, happy but he's not into it and then he's going to fucking snap that one time? Maybe it's time six, episode six of Cuckolding a Stranger. You're passing through town. You go over. You're fucking, she, you're like, he's in a chair. You're on top of his missus and you're just, and he's just had it. He's in the corner and he doesn't, he's done. He can't take it anymore. And all of a sudden, like, I don't, I don't like this. And you stop. And you, I, I think your husband said something. She's like, just keep, keep going. And you, you keep going. Like, I, I, I don't like this anymore. And you go, like, I really think you should stop this right now. And she's like, just keep going. Just keep. He was like this too about the cat. But now we have four cats. You know what I mean? Like, he, he didn't like cats. And he didn't like the idea of a cat first. And now we've got four of them. Just fine. He'll be fine. Keep going. And that's the place you don't want to be. You don't want to be doing this with his missus and that's the day he goes I don't fucking like this and he snaps and now you're in the trunk of a car while he's dragging driving out to the forest to dig or the woods to dig a hole to put your body in because I fucking told you I didn't like it you know what I mean because she forced him into it it's a dangerous because it's like it's almost like too when you, you see like threesomes men are always like it's not a thing for me but it's, it's men are all, like, I love another uh, treason, treason. And they talk their misses into treasons. And then they're like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, like, I don't want to do it. Come on, just do it. So now you're forcing your partner to do something they don't want to do. Right? Almost like, almost like anal. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't just, you know, like, like well, someone trying to get, like, if someone tries to get, turn vegetarian, that's another one. If they try to get, turn vegetarian, just give it a chance. You know what I mean? It'll feel weird at first, but after a while, your body will get used to it. That's how people sell you to be... How they sell you to be a vegetarian is the same way they sell you to take it up the arse, ladies, isn't it? You might say to your man, come on, try be a vegan. Be a vegan. Be a vegetarian. Why? It'll feel weird at first, but after a while, your body will get used to it. You never know. You might even like it. Cut to the guy trying to get the missus into anal sex. Just, it'll feel weird at first. Just give it a go. 
You know, your body will get used to it. After a while, you might even like it. It's the same fucking sales pitch. You know, it's I don't get it, man. But like, listen, it's not cuckolding is the way to go, man. I think that's that's the new future. Then I, I don't, I'm okay with that. I don't. I'm not into it. I'm all, I'm out. I'm out. Call me boring. Call me vanilla, if you will. I'll be fine with that. I'm I'm fine with that. No problem. Anyway, I'm gonna skedaddle. I got some stuff to do today. Uh, I'm, I'm uploading videos every day now onto TikTok because my friend fucking Will has got 7.4 million followers on TikTok for putting up one quick joke a day. Remember I used to go onto uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook, which I'm off now, and I would put in a dumb joke, just a quick one-liner. Now I do those one-liners to a camera and try to get the views up. So I'm on, I'm on TikTok as Mick Thomas Comedy if you're on there. Um, if you don't, don't go on TikTok just for me, by the way. If you have a TikTok account, follow me. Don't sign up for TikTok just for fucking me. It's it's a shit platform. But anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for liking and li- thanks for listening to this episode. I appreciate it. You you thousands and thousands of beautiful people. You I really appreciate your your listenership every week. Like like it if you're on Facebook. Give it a thumbs up. It's not going to hurt to give it a click the thumbs up button. Maybe throw in a comment or two and share it. Maybe uh, thank I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, all that stuff wherever you get your podcast from. But uh, thanks for watching. I got some dates coming up. Sorry, I forgot. I didn't have them written down to plug them. But uh, thanks for listening. And as always, wash your hands, you dirty fuckers. And I'll talk to you soon. Good luck to you. Good luck to you.